What are you kids doing in here? The gym is closed. All of you come with me. You can't do that, Miss Drake. Why is that? Quick, Z, get the doors! Get me! You're all expelled! Stop the act. Someone's buying it. We know who you are. You're in a lot of trouble. Ready? Yep. Sniff this. No. Sniff it or he shoots you. I will not. Welcome back to another episode of the 13 Nights of Halloween. Tonight, we are going to discuss the faculty. The Faculty, uh, like I yeah. said at the beginning, yeah, released November 12th, 1998 to the students at Harrington High. The principal and her posse of teachers have always been a little odd, but lately they've been behaving positively alien. Controlled by otherworldly parasites, the faculty try to infect students one by one. Cheerleader Delilah, football player Stan, Drug dealer Zeke and new girl Mary Beth team up with some of their other classmates to fight back against the invaders. Directed by the surprise here, directed by Robert Rodriguez. All right. So it was made on a budget of 15 million, (laughs) but yeah. 15, that's it? Yeah, pretty, pretty small budget for this one. Well, I'm actually very surprised. That answers some of the questions I have already. So, <laughs> Yeah. And if you were paying attention, <clears throat> listeners, to social media, the clues released for this one were director is good friends with Quentin Tarantino. Uh-huh. Yeah. And right. the other clue for this one was that this movie was made possible because of the success of Scream. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that actually. Yep. When so doing some research on this one. Those were the two clues, and I'm sure we're going to talk about maybe not the Tarantino connections because I don't see yeah. it in this one. There's However, the Scream connections are there. So, Bryce, <laughs> uh, you want to? Yeah, oh, you want to yeah. kick off our scores? Totally. Let's let's go ahead and start peeling this onion back. All right. So kicking off, we got story and plots. So I went ahead and gave this a three out of five. Um, I've only seen mostly bits and pieces of this movie. I've never had a full watch through. I just know that it it is a movie that is talked about um, during this time period. Like Tim said, Def Scream definitely had a huge influence on this movie. And it is 
very easy to tell that right out the gate um, with this movie. This movie's story is... It's... How do I want to say it? It's basically a chicken wing. It's a it's a chicken wing without any of the meat on it. You know what I mean? Like, I... I don't think I do. That's <laughs> no, okay. It's if fine. If you had said like a chicken wing without <laughs> seasoning, I would get it. No, because even even with that, like, l- there's a good premise here. I will say that the story, like, written on paper, is pretty interesting, and actually could make for a very compelling movie. Um, with the way they were going about with this, and we can get into direction later on that. But I think. Overall, the story kind of is just meh. Like, it's got a good setup, it's got good characters, and it's got an interesting plot to back it up. And yeah, and again, it's got a good, it's got an interesting dynamic going with the horror slash somewhat self aware comedy vibe. I think they were going for mostly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's there. And like, I. it keeps you interested. Like you're interested, I think, but I just think the story more or less just disappoints. I was surprised that I didn't hate the story and like find it that disappointing. But overall, I just think the story is kind of bleh. It's, there's nothing great or special about it. Um, again, we'll get into more of the direction later, but overall, I think the story is fine. It's okay. There's nothing. I mean, and it would be better for some if it wasn't kind of just a copy and paste of uh, a, attack of the body attack attack of the body snatchers yeah invasion of the body oh, sorry, snatchers invasion yeah sorry uh, if it wasn't just kind of a blatant ripoff of that and actually did something unique and really set itself apart I think it would be fine but uh, I feel like I'm just kind of rambling at this point we'll get into more stuff and details <laughs> later three out okay. of five. I'll jump into my score. We actually scored the story the same. I scored it a three as well. I I don't think you're wrong at all. We are coming at it kind of like I have some different thoughts on it, but I agree that there was something missing in this story. Mm-hmm. I can't quite put my finger on it. I did really appreciate that this was basically what Scream was for slashers taking the slasher movies away from summer camps, taking them away from Chicago for talking Candyman, Mm -hmm. taking it away from the dreams of Freddie and putting it into a high school setting where all of these things exist. We know the rules and we can try to fight back. This movie does that for alien films and it references, like you said, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is the backbone of this film. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but it also re- references the thing yep, quite a does. bit. And I really appreciated all that. And I thought it was really clever. And I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed this mm-hmm. way more than I thought I would. Definitely, yeah. But yes, like, like you said, I can't quite put my finger on why this movie was not scream i i think there's something missing yeah i think part of it is this movie i almost feel like this movie was meant to be another like like you said the scream franchise obviously paved way for this movie i feel like this movie was supposed to be a franchise 
in it in it in itself. Yes, I agree. I think this was supposed to be part one of more movies, but not that it felt like setup. No, yeah, but it did well. feel like we're trying to launch Scream for Aliens. Basically, like I, I mean, when I say this movie is like beat for beat how a scream movie feels, I'm not kidding. And it's basically, except it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Scream had a baby. Like that's what this yes. movie is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. so it was enjoyable, but overall, the story gets a good because, <clears throat> yeah, we're in agreement. There, there's something missing that makes this as great as Scream. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if it's it's written by the same person, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's simply Wes Craven's years of experience on Scream helping to refine that script and make Scream what it was. <clears throat> right. Or maybe it's just that recycled ideas don't have quite the same impact. I don't know. But yeah. let's move on. Yeah, so let's move on to character now. Um, I'm kind of surprised by your score a little bit, but we'll get there. Yeah, I am um, too, actually. Okay. <laughs> it's been you a minute might, since listen, I... We'll just yep. talk it up. You yep, are too we'll harsh. We're, yep. um, so I just gave this a three out of five. Um, the characters are fine. Uh, again, This if I don't want to just make comparisons to Scream all day long, but it really is just Scream characters <laughs> in an alien movie. You got all of your different uh, people who fit into certain stereotypes and groups within the movie, and they're all written exactly how you would perceive them to be written. Um, I will say... I give a little credit because they do try to spin it a little bit with a couple of the characters. Um some of I'll say the reveals of some characters are not surprising by any means. And so it's hard to give any points for originality. And that's in that case. Um, but I will like, it's like I say, always, I think these characters are likable, are likable and relatable people. I didn't find myself annoyed by any of the characters. Um, I'll just say it now before, cause acting is too far away. Usher as a character in this movie just cracked me up the entire time. Anytime he was on screen, <laughs> I was on screen. I was just laughing because I couldn't believe Usher was in this movie for whatever reason. It and just made really me, not a big part at all. Yeah, like not he was a just kind part. of a side character, and just anytime he was on screen, I was just laughing my heart out. I don't even know why, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with the story. Like these characters work within the context of the story. It's just kind of missing that oomph. Like, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, like I said, the characters are their own stereotypes, just like the screen movie. They have these little rules and they fit into their little pockets and they're, they're well written for those pockets, but there's just not that like that. There's not that extra step they take to really push them anywhere besides. Yeah. And so I don't think any of them are, are bad characters. I think they all fit well within the context of the story and just kind of serve their purpose. But I think that's the that would be the complaint is they just they're just there to serve their purpose. And so I, I they're not worth a two or a four. And so I just kind of land on a three three there. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I think that's also why I gave it a one was Jeez, Tim. My I know goodness. I'm harsh. But again, if you've been listening, I'm scoring on the arc and I didn't feel like many of them had an arc. It's kind of actually in hindsight, I think I was too harsh with the one. You were because there were some arcs. Technically well, speaking, we did find out that Zeke, 
who's kind of the drug dealer kid mm-hmm. who does nothing. Yep. It is kind of revealed that he actually does nothing and does this because he's smarter than everybody gives him credit for. He's probably the strongest character in the entire movie. I actually did like his character a lot more. I, he did grow on me. And then the yeah. other one that I actually liked was Elijah Wood's character. Yep, exactly. Elijah Wood. But outside of those two, I, I think I think I agree. I was definitely too harsh on the score. But overall, it wasn't like there was any major revelation a character had to undergo mm-hmm. to fix the issue of the movie. It was kind of more of. Uh, I don't know, almost like this is a terrible comparison, but it was almost more of an Avengers type scenario where they have to figure out each other's strengths and weaknesses in order to work together. Right. And so it wasn't any one major revelation. It was that at the beginning of the film, I was like, good God, how many characters do we have? I know. Yeah, it was very hard to keep track of. And honestly, at the beginning, I think that's why I like some of the characters. I was like, is this person ever going to matter? And then they kind of start to intertwine them about halfway through. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, that's actually kind of clever. But yeah, I, I was too harsh on. I was too harsh on my score. I admit it. But there is something again there. There's no major revelation that saves the day other than, hey, you're good at this. Let's work together. And there we go. But they do all fit. Like you said, Um, they fit their niches. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have cheerleader, football player, drug dealer, new girl and nerd. Oh, and goth girl. Yeah, I was going to say, don't forget goth girl. <laughs> yeah, we have every box checked, even <clears throat> Usher's character. So, like, they're, they're all there. <laughs> and they are all pretty much the cliche versions of those characters. Even the cheerleader won't date the football player when he says he's not going to continue playing football. Because it, it goes against social hierarchy. So... They're that all pretty. Did. That part made me chuckle. <laughs> it, it did, but it's all pretty cliche. So, mm-hmm. yep. I one was too harsh. However, I, I I'd probably go back and give it a three because Zeke, Zeke and Casey, which was Elijah Wood's character, mm-hmm. they did have slightly stronger arcs than the rest of the cast. Yeah, I would I would almost make an argument they actually had better than just a hair better than average arcs, specifically Zeke. I actually think his arc is pretty compelling for the most part. I mean, it's very cliche because it's, you know, nineties. So that's fair, but I still think it's, I still think it works. It's just like, I agree with you. It's very, maybe white bread's the term we'll use here. It's very white bread, nothing new there, nothing being reinvented, but you go from hating him to liking him. Actually. So yeah, I admit it. I was unfair. I was unfair. All right, guys, put that in the books right there. Any other time he tells me how harsh I'm being, let's just write that one in right there. Also, let's just comment again, since we already did the craft. Yet another (laughs) movie where the goth girl doesn't wash her hair. Yeah, nope, you're right. Just super greasy. Yep, another greasy hair, but also she wears Tommy Hilfiger, which I did not know was part of the goth brands. But actually, most of the cast wore Tommy Hilfiger in this movie, so I, I say, think there like, was a deal. <laughs> it wasn't exclusive to the goth girl. So, no, uh, but I, it did go like <laughs> it did make me question the uh, wardrobe department. I'm like, 
No, she'd be in Jinko, not in not in Tommy. <laughs> all right, let's keep moving along here. Uh, all right, we got music and sound up next. Uh, this one is going to basically not not match up with the craft, but it's going to be kind of the same lane. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. It's your basic '90s. What was it like? Grunge, punky kind of music. Yeah, but I thought it was better. It's better, and that's and that's mostly why I landed on a three. It's better. Um, it feels a. It feels more appropriate where they place it compared to the craft. Um, yes, it's not exactly. Like, it's not overutilized. That's the. That was the main issue with the craft. So it doesn't feel like the extended music video that the craft was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but again, it just it goes back to like eh, it's forgettable. You're not going to remember it. It's like every '90s movie during that time where it's like just the super grungy punk music. The the camera swinging down from the trees. Where you see the high school and that punk music uh simple plan is playing in the background basically like it's exactly what you think it is there's nothing special about it eh, but it's okay to listen to during those moments so three out of five all right i'll i don't have much more to add to that because you same thing that i was thinking i gave it a three out of five and i gave it a three in the first five minutes because it opened with the offspring so that's right any oh, yeah. movie that opens with the offspring I agree. It kind of took the crafts like popular music of the day, but I actually liked the music in this movie versus versus the crafts post grunge garbage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just stop it there before we get carried away. (laughs) Well, and and like like you mentioned, the actual accompanying soundtrack fit the moments far better. So, yeah, it's a three yep totally all right Ooh, excuse me uh, all right here we go what do we got editing effects okay. sorry this is boring you no sorry i just <laughs> lack of oxygen you know oh yeah yeah I, I i talk too much okay i'm a salesman by day podcaster by night like too much yeah, talking it's okay it's okay all right so editing effects um you know what i don't i'm not really sorry about this one i feel pretty justified behind it i gave it a two out of five um i am surprised surprised is that think, surprising? I, what did I give it? You gave it a three. Uh, I'm Spoilers. only one point higher. Yeah. Yeah. Only one point higher. So. Only one point. Um, yeah, I think mostly... I think... It's, okay, so what year did this movie come out? Let me just make sure I got this right. It's 98, right? Yeah, 98. Yeah, is it 98? Just, okay, yeah, I knew it was so 98 this, or 99. Yeah, this is one of my movies. Um... Yeah, I think my I think this is one of my biggest critiques of the movie. I think for 98, these special effects were pretty rough um, and did not look good. And while the more practical effects worked, I think they're so few and far between in this movie that it doesn't really make up for the poor special effects that they tried to do in this movie. And it does stick out like a sore thumb, like with all due respect. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess this kind of can go into this. This ties into like the camera work and editing. I think the camera work does not do justice at all to the practical effects, especially specifically the end, because the ending has a lot of special effects and practical effects worked in together. Um, 
and the camera work and editing does not help it at all. Um, I did the editing was another one like with the scenes was another thing that did stick out a little bit to me. It just kind of felt a little choppy at times and um, didn't have a rhythm to it that I like that I really got into. Um, yeah, specifically the end, the special effects will really fall flat for me um, and almost take me out of the movie entirely, honestly. And even the times when there are practical effects, the bounce back between the practical and the uh, special effects just does not flow well. And when your practical effects are on, the camera work does not look good and it doesn't really give you a chance to take in the practical effects of it. So I, I just think it was so much, it stuck out enough as a sore thumb that I just did not feel right giving it a three because it it sticks out and i don't like it and i noticeably did not like it um so i felt like i had to bring it down to a two because of that and i feel like that's totally justified yeah you made some good points i always tend to score the practical effects i give that more leeway so i think that's where my three came came Mm -hmm. from because in my notes, I did put that the practical effect or the uh, CGI was rough. Yeah, right. Specifically when Selma Hayek is transformed. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that, that was, was pretty really bad. rough. I was, however, impressed with the uh, creature in the fish tank. I thought yeah, that that, that little okay. scene, that little scene, I was like, oh, that's fairly impressive. It still looked good today. But that was probably the one moment of CGI that I thought looked good. The rest of the CGI was pretty rough. I wish that more would have been practical because the. uh, For lack of a better word, the queen in the pool was awesome. That practical queen transformation Mm -hmm. was pretty, pretty well done and looked really good. But then again, the um, the severed head searching for its body. That was specifically a scene that I yes. was disappointed. Yes. In. <laughs> While fairly Lovecraftian in nature, it looked cartoonish and was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So again, right. another one of those 90s movies that tried to meld the practical with the CGI and the CGI just couldn't keep up. Yep. Totally agree, especially for 98. It, it should have been better. Yes, especially I, I would we, argue. Oh, we have another movie on this list from 96 that the CGI is far superior to this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right. On to the all next right. one. On to the script. Um, Trying to get my thoughts in order here. Uh the two wasn't justified on this one. I feel like it was, it was, it, I was questioning it, but it's a three. Um, I, the script is very, very bland in my opinion, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to find something to say, but like, that's just kind of how I felt about the script overall. Um, it, it wasn't bad enough to bring it down to a two, but it was just really boring, honestly, for the most part. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. It's just kind of boring. Um, of all the mediocre things in this movie, this is the worst of the mediocre stuff. There we go. <laughs> Tim, you probably have more to say on it than I do, because <laughs> I really don't know what else to say about it. All right. Yeah. Scripts. 
Yeah, I gave it a three. And that's just because it's good. There's really uh, there's really nothing memorable in it. Right. Um, I did write down one line that I really liked that was early on. Uh, the teachers in the break lounge are talking and one of the teachers goes, I'm saving my sick days for when I feel better. And okay. I thought that was super clever. I All don't right, you're like your teacher. Side uh-huh. of <laughs> My experience of being a teacher. Yes. Totally relatable. I'm saving the sick days for when I feel better. Um, <laughs> I other than that, it's a pretty straightforward. On the I don't want to say on par with Scream, but no, it's less no, it's no, less no, no, memorable no. than Scream. It's less memorable than Scream, but it's not as bad as like the craft. It's somewhere between those two. Oh, no, no. I would no. say the script is good. It's not anything super great, super memorable. It's a good script. So mm-hmm. we can we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on okay. that one. Cool. So uh, following that up will be the acting category. I gave this a three out of five. Uh, the acting is fine. It's good. Um not really any Oscar worthy performances in it, but uh, I think all the actors do well. Like we've talked about uh, Josh uh, Hartnett as Zeke uh, turned into a pretty decent performance. It's definitely got that nineties touch to it. So uh, <laughs> uh, if you can get past that part, it's, it's a fine performance for the most part. Um, Elijah Wood's uh, character, Casey, he did fine with that as well. Um, I've never really seen Elijah Wood as a phenomenal actor, but I think he does bring certain characters to life in a certain way. This is not one of those characters, but I'm just saying in general, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, man, there's a, you know, this was a comment I was going to make. Uh, it'll come out probably more in the F factor, but this is a pretty stacked cast. It right? really is. No, like, this it is a definitely really is. Stacked yes. Cast. But I mean, it's kind of stacked before all of their well, most of their most of really their big parts, yes. Yeah, like this is a, let's see, I'm, I'm going to go through this. Uh, Jordana Brewster, I can't remember what I've seen her in, <laughs> but I know I've seen her in something. Um, Clea Duvall, uh, she was uh, a Jean Grey in the X-Men movies, if I'm not mistaken. Right? No, that's Famke Jansen. Dang it. I thought I, thought I had that down. <laughs> Dang it. Are you sure? She looks just yes. like her. Yes, oh, Clea, well, no, that's Famke. She's Miss Elizabeth. Clea is the goth girl in this movie. Clea's the goth girl. Oh, yes. Okay. She's, yeah, no, yeah. she's from the American version of The Grudge. She was in Argo. That's right. Yeah. So Fr- Famke. Yeah, that's who it was. Yes. Sorry, I guess got the Fam- actress. Right. Nope. You had you had the right. Well, different actress, same movie. Yeah, different actress. Yeah. I, I had it right though. So yeah. I'm I'm correct. I'm correct. I know. Kind of, yeah. Okay, sorry, but their <laughs> IMDb pictures look the same on here, so that's why I got it, I got it mixed up yeah, quickly. Close. Also, get, I mean, go ahead with the cast. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah Laura Harris, uh, Josh Hart, Hartnett, um, Salma, Usher, as we Salma Hayek was in it also. Yep. Uh, <laughs> John Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart. Was the big one to me. Was in this one, too. Yeah, Elijah, what we already mentioned. Like, this is a pretty good cast, okay? Like, this cast is got some talented actors on it, um, 
but again, given that the movie itself, you know, the story and characters themselves were just kind of black characters, the performances are, are good. Nothing Oscar worthy, but they definitely work. And there's not one that is a distraction. Some of them are a little over the top, and I don't think it's necessarily to a fault always. I'll say that cautiously. Um, the coach character kind of sometimes was a little too much. Uh, but other than that, I think it's fine and they all do a fine job with what they're given. So three out of five. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. They all did a fine job. I wrote down that all, some of the deliveries are they vary from decent line delivery to very wooden line delivery yeah that's probably fair and i forgot to mention this in the audio but it also i noticed quite a few scenes that i noticed the dubbing i was like wow they dubbing where they went there's a technical term for that where they went back and re-recorded the audio i'm trying to think if i noticed that at all there were a couple scenes early on when there was like clearly something obstructing the mouth or characters were really close together and you could hear it super clear. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound realistic at all. Um, Uh That probably should have gotten in the audio, but okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't too much. And by the later half of the movie, I was engrossed in the story and not really paying attention to that. Mm. Um, But yeah, I thought, like I said, the deliveries vary. Some deliveries are pretty good. Some deliveries are very, very wooden you could chalk that up to the alien parasite taking away some of the emotions and inflection, but it came across as acting. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's where my three comes from. No, that's fair. I agree with you. All right. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. All right. That takes us to the direction. So I gave this a three. Again, sorry for the repetitive threes here but we're pretty uh straight across the board on this one yeah the uh, direction it's fine um i i really don't think robert rodriguez made a bad movie here i think it's fine for what it is i i think my biggest critique and this will all some of this will kind of just bleed into the it factor inherently but it's just it's just safe. Like, I feel like he, he, I feel like there's, I don't know what he could have done. I th- I think he was on track with something here. He definitely had a vision with this movie. And I think, for, I think it, for the most part, it really could have worked. I genuinely believe this could have been a really great movie with the way he was taking it. But 
there's just some there's just some sequences and some shots and just some see scenes within the movie that just kind of fall flat it's a little clunky at times and i don't know if it just straight up takes you out of the movie but i just feel like the execution could have been a little cleaned up overall um again it's nothing that's going to inherently make this movie worse this is already an hour and 44 or 40 minutes give or take um so it's really not that long and it doesn't feel long by any means um, so I think he did a fine job with it. I just think he was a little safe with it and he could have done some, some more with it to really make it stand out. Um, and definitely cleaned up a lot of the directing, um, with some sequences and some scenes overall, but overall it's fine. Um, nothing really to bash on. So it's just a yeah. boring three out of five. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe I was also a three out of five. Yeah. And <clears throat> I did the early, the really early like opening sequence in the school when it's kind of throwing you for a fake out that this is going to be a slasher film. Yeah. Those, some of those tracking shots of following that teacher as she's trying to escape mm-hmm. reminded me of Sam Raimi and Evil Dead shots, mm, where it's really kind of off kilter before a steady cam chasing somebody through the woods, except it was a hallway. It reminds me of the first Scream movie's opening sequence. No. It doesn't? Of her like a, of her on the call? No, just the opening sequence as a whole. I mean, it plays out basically the same exact way, beat oh, for beat. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, but just the way he shot it, that almost drunken, staggering camera work mm-hmm. following. Right, yeah. Uh, that did, it reminded me of Raimi. But that's really the only time it's used after that. I mean, I think that whole opening sequence was the misdirection of from the writer of Scream, another slasher. Oh, wait, nope. It's aliens. Um, yep. mm-hmm. Then also, I just feel like. I'm pretty sure it's the same high school that Toby Maguire's Peter Parker went to, even though it's in a different state. Oh, I should have. Where both of them need to fire their maintenance man. I've never seen a dingier looking school in my life. (laughs) It was cool for atmosphere, but I'm watching it like this school looks abandoned already. Specifically because most of the movie takes place during the daytime. Yes. Yeah, it it was. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, it's different. A couple places that I thought. Rodriguez did a good job because really the rest of the movie, it's not bad. It's just not worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, the old lady in the shower generally creeped me out. That and was grossed really me disturbing. Out. Yeah. That scene. Gave that was me okay. Yeah. Ch- yeah. That scene got me. So hair and scalp stuff always grosses me out. Uh, <laughs> so I give him credit, credit there. The other part that I, um, thought was cool it was a cool shot the cgi kind of made it a little shaky but when the naked girl's walking through the locker room and she physically is the girl Mm -hmm. but her shadow is the tentacles of the creature i did not like that at all i thought it was clever i didn't like how it was done yeah the execution specifically Yes. yes yeah because it felt like the shadows were over everything, like they weren't interacting with the environment. It was it was off, but I thought it was a really cool idea. 
Oh yeah, uh, totally. The idea is cool. I just, I mean, who, who are we to, to take a science fiction movie and try to make arguments for the realism of it? But that is one of those, <laughs> I think, okay, like realistically speaking, that would not be happening. I get the idea, but I think execution was not on par there. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> and then I really just kind of appreciated, he kind of gave us this twilight zone atmosphere where half of your cast knows something is going wrong right but they can't quite identify it the other half is what's going wrong so they're not going to tell you Mm -hmm. um so he he succeeded in some ways but overall there's no like particular aesthetic to this movie there's nothing I don't know, nothing to really elevate the direction, but it was adequately directed. That's how mm-hmm. I'll put it. Yeah, no, that's a good way of putting it, I'd say. Lots All of right. close-ups. I did comment on oh, that. Oh, yes. There were lots that of close-ups. That was actually a very good point. Good good observation there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't or, like close-ups or the really? overuse. I don't like the overuse of close-ups, I should say. Okay. I'm I don't mind good. an appropriate, appropriately placed close-up, but it does bother me when you like cut in top of the eyebrows at the top of the screen and bottom lip at the bottom like that's too close you don't need to be that close <laughs> what movie was it that made a joke about that um was a scary movie i think it was scary movie who oh. that made a joke because they did like the phone ringing and uh um the main character, uh, she starts screaming and the camera does a close up and like hits her in the head. And then she's like, Ow, yes, wow. I, think, <laughs> I think that's right. So yep. That's actually that that's a good observation because that was a thing of the 90s horror movies that they were making fun of. Yes. Anyway, good observation. All right. So we got it factor now. Um, this one I, I can I maybe could understand why you gave it the score. Um, I'll let you defend yourself later. But OK. Um, I comfortably gave this one a three and it's mostly because I, I, even though this movie is extremely bland, I think that's the exact reason why I see and hear about this movie as much as I do. I know for a fact that any movie reviewer I've watched or listened to um, at some point has talked or brought this movie up. And I think it's for the reasons that we've been talking about mostly throughout this entire review is mostly just because this movie seems to have all the pieces in these to be a blockbuster 90s hit that starts its own like um, world, basically, where we get a ton of sequels to this movie and they build on the world just like the screen movies did. But for some weird reason, it just does not do it at all. And it is just this really bland and safe movie where you have a really interesting story and concept that should work. You have a star-studded cast of characters that definitely fit the roles that they're in for the time and would definitely be remembered, I think, for years to come, just like the Scream uh, characters are remembered Um, with a competent director who definitely, I would say, knows what he's doing for the most part. But it just didn't work. Why didn't it work? And I think this movie, and I think that's why this movie is talked about because it's one of those movies that had so much potential, and it's instead it's just remembered for I don't want to say it's failure, but just for the disappointment it was at the end of the yeah. day. Because that's how I I felt know why with, it didn't work. I'll tell you yeah, when I get to it. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's how I felt about this movie. It's like 
I mean, I don't hate it, but it's not like it's not like it's not the same statement like I say with other movies of like I don't hate it, but I don't love it. But it's like I don't hate it, but I'm just disappointed. Like I felt they I felt like this should have been more. So I that's kind of why I landed on a three because I feel like this movie does is remembered and it is still talked about it's just not for the reasons you would expect it to be talked about um and i and i I guess if you're not in those circles or whatever and never hear of it then i can understand why it'd be lower than that i'm not not saying for you tim specifically i'm just saying in general i could understand it but yeah i I feel like a three is justified on this one for that reason yeah i gave it a one and the reason why this film didn't work is because it has the worst movie poster in the history of movie posters. Okay, that's fair. Okay, but that's not that's not fair, but it's fair. I get it. <laughs> like the the poster is the reason why I have never seen this movie till it made the list. It's almost like an Independence Day ripoff. Yeah, oh, it's so <laughs> bad. It's it, pretty rough. The <clears throat> poster encompasses everything that was cringy about 90s horror movies and puts it right on the poster Mm -hmm. and it tells you nothing about the poster it's just dramatic lighted shots of everybody's faces with another image of their same face behind them but slightly blurry and it's just it's garbage but i gave it a one i mean yes i definitely counted off (laughs) because of the awful marketing on that poster Jeez, but I don't also, know if it deserves that much. <laughs> I have heard of this movie, but unlike you, I've never really heard anybody talk about this movie. And that surprised me after watching it because it's far better than I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've never heard it quoted. I've never heard like Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite film franchises of all time. And I was surprised when I saw Elijah Wood on screen. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in this. Right. Yeah. I didn't know John Stewart was in this. I didn't know Selma Hayek was in this. I didn't know mm-hmm. Famke Jin. Like we mentioned, all of these people were in this. All of these people are recognizable today. But nobody talks about this movie still. Mm-hmm. And I think it has kind of grown a following in the horror circles because it's it was a fun film. Uh, I still like I actually... Okay, no, I did. That's that's fair. Okay. Um <laughs> but yeah, I that's why I gave it a 1. Ultimately, if we had not put it on our list for this, I probably would still have not watched it. Mostly because of the terrible poster. <laughs> Second Okay, hold on. You're the guy who will sit here and bash me for not liking any like campy bad horror movies, but this one, the poster is the reason you will never watch it. Yes. Because the Friday the 13th movies had killer posters, fantastic posters, everyone. Ah, uh, killer posters. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's just a uh, <laughs> I, I mean, that is a personal grievance for me. It's not. Oh, whatever, but, Tim. One's also, harsh. Come on. The the other part is the <clears throat> ones are because I've never really heard anything about this movie. And so for me, having been nine years old when this came out, I like I still didn't hear about it the way I heard about Scream, which I was even younger when it came out. And I 
the trailer for Scream terrified me. So like that has an impression in my memory. Um, what was the mummy had an impression in my memory. We talked like those things stayed with me. They're still talked about this movie. I didn't even know it really existed. I'd heard of the faculty, but never heard of why I should see the faculty. So that's why I gave it a one. I, I It might be a little harsh, but ultimately, I don't think it had that great cultural ripple. Like we said, it felt like it was supposed to be a franchise and then it never was. So I, I think it failed to do what they hoped to do, but I can't quite figure out why, because I, I did enjoy the film. So let's jump to the next one. All right. I'll settle for two and nothing less. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So now we're into the entertainment and final scores here. Um, I gave it a six out of 10. Um, and that brings my final score to a 29 out of 50. Yeah. Uh, I just, it was okay. Like, I'm, I'm kind of with Tim. I was surprised at how much of it I was enjoying. It wasn't as bad as I was ex- possibly expecting it to be, I guess. And that wasn't from anyone else, like in the circles of, you know, reviews that I listened to or whatnot. There wasn't, I wasn't expecting it to be bad because that I just was ex- kind of as whatever. I was, I didn't really know what to expect. And, um, I think this movie definitely goes into my like little section of movies that I could easily throw in the background and just not pay attention to, but it's there. And so I might like turn over to look and see whatever's happening. But yeah, I think it's fine on a one time watch and I just don't think you'll ever watch it again. Um, if you're just doing stuff in the background, you can definitely throw it on and not miss anything. You don't feel like you miss anything in a movie. Um, I don't think you have to watch this movie either, really. Um, yeah, it's just kind of there. So um, usually the seven is where I line up with most movies just because, you know, I enjoy the watch, you know, whether or not I come back to it or if I loved it is uh, kind of goes into the context of my score. But yeah, six is kind of that like just step below where it's like, yeah, it's it's fine, but uh I don't really have I don't really have anything pulling me back to it. I don't have a reason for anyone else to watch it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. And there's a very small group of movies where I feel comfortable enough not like sitting still and watching something and actually doing other stuff while I watch. This is one of those few movies that actually falls into that category where I could throw this on in the background and do anything but pay full attention to this movie. Yeah, I I kind of completely agree. I gave it an eight out of 10. I by the end, I was having a good time. I did think it took too long to get going. I think the beginning was pretty slow. Going back, I might enjoy the beginning more because I understand how these characters interconnect later. At first, I thought it was too big of a cast to keep track of. Um, But by the end, I, I was having a good time with the film. I did quite enjoy it, but it was still missing that. I mean, we've talked about it from the beginning of this episode. It, there's something missing and I can't put my finger on it. It's just missing that little spark, the magic. But it is a solid background movie. Like Bryce said, it's definitely one that I will put on again. It's one that I might show my siblings or something like, oh, 
Let's watch this. You haven't seen yeah. it. It's you guys a fun. Just get popcorn and some drinks and yes. just watch a movie. It's a fun movie. Let's yeah, watch whatever. it. But it's not going to work its way to the top of anybody's list. It's not yeah. going to change anybody's minds. It's a fun watch. And so our scores ultimately come out to 28 and 29, probably the closest we. I mean, have we ever tied Man. on a score before? I'm sure we've tied on a score at some okay. point. I'm sure we've had one close to like one-on-ones. Um, as for like this list as a whole, I would have to check and see yeah. <laughs> where things are at. <laughs> I mean, so this is, I went into this kind of expecting like, honestly, I expected worse than the craft because I had heard really? of the craft. Okay. I had heard a lot about the craft. So I was expecting this to be worse. It came out being one of my favorites of 13 Nights of Halloween so far. Okay. So I, I had a good time. Our ultimate score took it to 28 and a half, round that up to 29. It's an okay movie for social settings. That fits perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Some people will have a great time with this film. Some people will think this film is boring and has nothing to offer. So I think. Even my wife actually had more fun than she thought she would. But it wasn't. It wasn't like, wow. Why have I never heard of that movie? I don't know. It was. Mm -hmm. I Yeah, I think the whole point of what we've been trying to say from the beginning is there's something missing and neither one of us knows quite exactly what went wrong with this film. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I have to say on it. I. If you like horror movies, especially sci-fi horror movies, watch this one. It is sure. actually a ton of fun. Um, the references to the thing when they all have to test to see who has been possessed already by the alien creature. Mm -hmm. and, like that was a fun scene. It was a fun homage to what it's ripping off. Um, right. <clears throat> it, it's a good film. It's a good film. Yeah, no, I um, I also don't have much more to say about it. I just, this will probably go down as one of those movies I think about every now and then. It's just like, why didn't that work? Um, and you'll want to go back and watch it to see if you can figure it out. And you'll still be like, why yeah, didn't that work? I mean, it's just, it's just missing that it factor that made the Scream movies so great at the yep. end of the day. I agree. Um, I, it's a movie that you can make the argument that a, that a scream movies are a ripoff of other horror movies. And I think there's some truth to that in the sense that they do pay homage. Cause I think there's a good way to rip off of other movies compared to just straight up ripping off other movies. This one, I think just kind of falls a little too much into the ripping off movies without like substituting that extra it factor that scream does. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think actually, as you're talking about it, Scream acknowledged those other movies and the right. rules of how those movies work. But exactly. then it subverted that very thing. This movie attempts to do that without having as solid of a base. Yeah, no, that's that's actually a great because I made I had made the comment with the characters um early on that none of the reveals in this movie are a surprise at all. No, um, not, 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 to not say, at all. Like, not to say the scream movies are like groundbreaking or that the, the reveals totally take you off guard. But I think on your first watch of the scream movies, 
it's hard. It's kind of difficult to pin who the killer is. And there is, is a little bit. That is why we watch the screen movies at the end of the day is because we are trying to guess who the killers are. Um, I think I, on Scream Six, I called <clears throat> it the adult Scooby Doo. So yeah, right. It's like, about who's under the mask. Yeah, like there there are those things that make that elevate Scream and justify the homages that they do pay to horror, and they do put that twist on that genre and those movies. But this one just kind of fails to bring any of that to the table. So I and I don't want to. I think calling it a ripoff of other movies is a little harsh overall, but. I, again, it's kind of just missing that one, those pieces that really elevate it and almost make it worth kind of just rewatching Invasion of the Body Snatchers or the thing again, basically. So, yeah, you know, I don't, I, yeah, I feel like we've kind of delved yeah. into that. I feel pretty good about that. Funny you mentioned that is I went back and watched the thing and. Mm want to watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers after seeing this. I really like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The 70s one? I like I actually like the newer one. Mm, the Which, 70s one is a again? masterpiece. I'm kind of curious now. Invasion. Oh, it's a TV series too. Interesting. Yes, <laughs> I, I never saw that. There's been a lot of remakes of that one. The original... 70s one i did see the one you're talking about the original 70s one carries this like well yeah some great performances in that one um but it's oh chilling. no sorry it is the 70s one right yeah the yeah 78 okay yeah no 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 that that was the one i was talking about sorry with, i thought that was the with why can't i think of his name right now oh um, wait yeah there is the one that was let's see um so there's the one from 56 yes that's the yeah that's the original yeah i have not seen that one the one from 78 though was the one that that i did see yeah that's what i'm talking about because it's got donald sutherland yeah yep and an amazing performance by jeff i really like that movie (laughs) yeah it's a good movie that's one mm, that should make next year's list this one could have made our list none of us were born in 78 i forgot we were doing (laughs) specific year we should have done yeah dang it uh i want to i want to i'm throwing this out there right now comment if you want to hear if this is what you want to see yeah, i would love please. to do an Request original i would love to do an original and remake for next year's 13 Ooh, nights of halloween that would be interesting watch the original watch the remake compare the two that's what i would love to see yeah anyway we're getting way off track here <laughs> yep we're way off track like follow subscribe don't miss an episode yeah, uh, hit us up on Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, uh, subscribe there, and then also uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can hit up our link tree to get all of that stuff and also find our review cards that you can fill out uh, for whatever movies you're watching. It's really fun and easy. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Anything else that I missed? I don't think we missed anything. Cool. So we're six nights in. Seven to go. So close. If I did my math right. I don't know. I'm not counting. Yep. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Yep. See you later, guys.